Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back, everybody, to Short Slippy Grand. Um, welcome back for our fifth episode review of Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, today, as usual, as we do with Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, you have Kevin and I, who yeah. will talk a little bit about the episode and discuss what we thought was cool, what was bad. Even though we've been quite bad about saying bad things about the show, mm-hmm. we should really be more negative. Yeah, I, ha- I have some negative things this time around, so you know, I'm I'm well rounded as a uh, cr- critiquer, critic, a critic. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I've only been Ooh, doing a podcast awesome. about crit- <laughs> critiquing movies. Now I finally know the word. Woo! Yeah, it's almost <laughs> as if you've been doing this for a while now. Like, almost two years. <laughs> like it's mad. almost two years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus. Um, but yeah, uh, we're here with Obi Wan and. His merry travels. Last time uh, we saw um, the third sister uh, popped on the little droid, a tracking device, mm-hmm. and they were basically heading um, to a mountain um, that has like a roof escape and a whole bunch of citizens. And imagine, do you think there was some like Jedi amongst them? I don't know if there was Jedi amongst them. There was probably Force sensitives amongst them. But there's a um, big collection of lightsabers. Well, that that was Im- like I believe that was implied that those are from ones who had already passed through because this is part of the their chain, basically their like, under yeah, yeah their the path the underground railroad. They and have. they just left the lightsabers. Well, I mean, Obi Wan said it in the first episode. Having like that stuff with you is dangerous. He buried his in the desert. I guess, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, yes, so we're on uh, this plan. We we know that Leia's little um, lady no, droid, yeah, droid has been corrupted. It's under the control. Mm-hmm. Um, we know uh, Vader is... Oh, well, we should talk about the most important. Well, I think the coolest part. Yeah. Uh, let's go with the opening of the episode. Yeah, yeah I know it's a bit unorthodox, but let's do that. Yeah. Um, ah, just yeah, uh, it's so good, so, so good to see. Yeah, we get a flashback to just before the attack of the clones because uh, Anakin still has his arm; it's not robotic. He has uh, his little Padawan yeah. rat tail. Yeah, and it, it it could be just before, or it could be actually during the attack of the clones at some stage that yeah. we just didn't see. And it's him sparring with Obi-Wan. Uh, I suppose mm-hmm. the first thing, you know, because we know what people are going to say about this. Like, uh, oh, they look th- too old. Uh, the de-aging wasn't good enough. Look, I guess, you know, I understand what's 17 years has passed. Yeah. Yeah. About that. <laughs> yeah, about that. You know, time has passed. And, you know, de-aging software, even though it's done very well in film, is still a costly thing. And honestly, like, it it personally didn't take me out of the scenes. No, um, no, it, it was it was not seamless, but it was well done enough yeah. that I, 
I saw it. And, and like, here's the thing. I'm going to say this to all the people who have a problem with it. Maybe stop being a Star Wars fan for a second and take a moment to enjoy something for once. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. Because this is, like, this is purely for Star Wars fans. This people is... who love who love Hayden Christensen as Anakin get yeah. to see Hayden Christensen as Anakin for the first time in years. This guy who rewatched the entirety of Clone Wars to study yeah. for this. Uh, <laughs> I love that meme where it's, it's just of Obi-Wan saying, um, what is it? You're wise and strong with the Force, and I'm proud of you. And people did that like next to the article of Hayden Christensen saying that he watched all the Clone Wars. Like, <laughs> but they, like here's the thing, right? I'll say this as a fact: like, Hugh McGregor and Hayden Christensen obviously loved making these movies. They are oh, yeah. like brothers for life as well. They got on so well on this. Like, they love these movies. And here's the thing: I know those movies aren't perfect. I no. get that, but damn, in a way, then my Star Wars now just just before people jumping, oh, you're nostalgic or, or, or biased. Like my first Star Wars movies were the originals. I I watched the originals, like the new. I remember when the new ones came out. I, I was like nine or ten, but I remember when Phantom Menace came out, and I was a kid. I was nine or ten years old, and you know what? I had a great time. Yeah, you know, I just love the characters. I love the spectacle, and those movies had it. I think I'm I like, I'm trying to remember here myself, but I think the first one I saw, because I would have been very I would have been quite young when it came out. I think the first one I saw was Phantom Menace, hmm. and then after that, my dad uh, sat me down, and made me watch the other three. Yeah, and then I watched the other prequels as they came out, and I love Star Wars, yeah. like beginning to end. I, I I take a little bit of umbrage to Attack of the Clones because of. It, like having a bit of it's kind of a slow movie weird weirdly slow for something where so much happens but um yeah i i, I don't i don't like attack the clones that much but i phantom menace is just a good time and good, revenge good is, kids movie good kids movie and revenge of the sith is just a solid star wars movie it, it is. is pure star wars beginning to end the only thing i say about it is it's a little bit too packed because they clearly yeah. paint themselves into a corner at that station oh shit we don't even have darth Vader yet let's do shit <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very much a movie where george lucas realized oh shit i'm making a trilogy and i forgot why did i why did they give them episode names why <laughs> <laughs> why why i could have i could have made three more movies yeah. that led up to this but no i made three <laughs> could you imagine like three more movies uh, about obi-wan fighting darth vader that would be interesting oh um God, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah. Uh, so we probably shouldn't review the entirety of Star Wars while we're here. But... Yeah. But hey, hey, no, it was worth while talking. Yeah. Look, I understand the um CG wasn't perfect. Hayden Christensen looks hmm. like seventeen years may have passed or not. I still think they did a fairly good job. He still looks yeah. a little bit youthful. You can see the age a little bit around the mouth and how he's set, but otherwise, yeah. Like, the dynamic between him and Obi-Wan was as fun and, like, brotherly as always, I think. Like, I've always got the relationship between Obi-Wan. It's like, it's two brothers with one brother acting like he has to be a father. Yeah. You know, he's always like, oh, pat on the back. Yeah, but but they are really just brothers. I will say, there is one part of that scene that took me out of it, or actually multiple scenes, because the whole episode uses that sparing match as a framing device. Yeah. The only thing that really took me out of it 
is that ironically the, the dialogue was written a bit too well and i haven't seen hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor talk to each other with well-written dialogue in any star wars movie before so it, that was the only thing that even mildly like i was like that it feels a bit weird that they're reading well-written dialogue to each other honestly i like um, just listen to the dialogue that and all that, but like let's just listen to dialogue and that i just wonder sometimes like how amazing it would have been if we had like just in a completely imaginative way had another movie between episode one and two and we see how they came like how they hung out each other and the banter between them mm-hmm. and had some really well written you know and obviously we get better stuff like the Clone Wars um, animated stuff but like Ewan McGregor and um, Hayden Christian like they work together well I know some of the movies had to kind of catch up for example Clone Wars some of the dialogue between them is quite wonky. Yeah. Yeah. But you can see they got on swimmingly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, it was... They, like, if anyone was having fun in those movies, it was them too. Um, also, just a quick note. Hayden Christian throughout the fight, you can see his feelings being hurt in his eyes when he's fighting Obi-Wan. And hmm. it's... It's subtle. It's not this... I hate you. Oh, why am I treated so poorly? I'm the chosen. He's just like, God, just let me do this. I want to win. I want to. I'm good. Like he, there's yeah. that kind of feeling, and it's 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 like he said, Obi Wan, just bloody see me. I'm good enough for this. Why do you doubt me? You can see a little bit of that. It, it's, yeah, it's it's not as explosive as we had in the movies. And I love it. It's it's just straight up. This is how he was manipulated by Palpatine. Yeah. In, in very small fragments of the episode, and that that I think sells that that whole section sells the episode for me. Yeah. Um. Like just alone. Now that said, there are some other scenes this episode that yes. also sell it pretty well. But we'll get to them because they're a bit nearer to the end. Yes. Um. um but yeah, I, I was very happy to see the flashbacks. Uh, I I already seen an article saying, ah, oh, see, there was a good uh, Obi Wan Kenobi series buried underneath. This is just like. Lads, it's been like five episodes. Like, it's not yeah. a long run. Like, if we just constantly had flashbacks to the Clone Wars, we'd be sick of it at this stage. Yeah, if you want, if you want a show that uh, showed you what the Clone Wars was like, well, I have good news for you. Yeah, exactly. Here's this show where you can see what the Clone Wars was like. It's called the Clone Wars. Yeah, there's actually Go two shows that. called the Clone there's two, Wars. <laughs> there's two shows. Go watch them if you're yeah. if you're so interested. Yeah, that's the really good show that is you find found buried underneath Kenobi. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, we'll be watching the really good show that is Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way. Also, the Clone Wars is a fantastic show. Do genuinely watch it; it's brilliant. Yeah, I'm not bad mouthing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bad mouthing <laughs> the people who say this isn't good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, just talking of the Clone Wars, you know, like when Obi Wan enters that mountain and we find out that Darth Vader is on the way and things aren't looking good. I love seeing General Kenobi come out of him. He starts talking oh, yeah. to the people, organizing things, doing war tactics, understanding how the enemy thinks. Like, that is the Kenobi from the Clone Wars. Yes, we also get it in the movie. Um, but this is genuine. This is the, this is the most Clone Wars thing for me so far. This is actual yeah. general Kenobi. You know? Definitely. 
I like just seeing him go around and like there there's a lot of stuff to take in when he's when he's going around, not just like working with everyone, but also like like background details. Like he goes and he finds uh, like messages left by other people who are on the path, including lightsabers left behind. It, it's like there there's some great stuff here that just hints at like a much grander story. Um, yeah. And I'm like the the only way you could really get me interested in another Kenobi show is by giving me a show that would break canon entirely and let me. The Kenobi run the rebels, which we won't get because that breaks no. canon. Yeah, um, but no, no, I, and, I, and we only want one season of Obi Wan. All right, we only we only <laughs> want one season. I don't yeah. want another one. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say that the only way you could tempt me is with that. Yeah, um, like uh, I I would rather they spin off hey, into more interesting there, projects. There's a brother Kenobi out there. Maybe he's the general. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing brother Kenobi stuff. We didn't even. That was a detail we didn't even like really bother mentioning that deeply in a yeah. previous review. Good old OB2. OB2. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. No, I'm not letting you get away with that one. And um, his kids, OB2.3 and 2.6. No, not gonna. No. Why sit? Why did he jump to six? I don't what know. What is he? I George ex- Lucas? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but but yeah, yes. Um, Okay, yeah. So yeah, he goes around. He f- sees some of the lightsabers. He uh, sees some more messages scratched on walls, which seems to just be the thing now. Yeah, the the message they they make reference to like a few different characters. Um, I I wasn't I I don't read the language, so I've had to like go online and find out from other people who's been mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they they mention some interesting names or. Are dropped, and I mean like interesting because they they come from kind of deep cuts okay. uh, in terms of sources. So there's a character Drake Logan who is from the Clone Wars comics that were released online. Okay. Um, Tiberius Anderlock from the Star Wars Galaxies Online game that only ran from 2003 to 2006, and probably the deepest cut of the three, Corwin Shelvey, an NPC. From the tabletop game from the nineties, you know I love that shows are doing this now. They're yeah. like they realize they can't just give you like mid level like Easter eggs anymore. They have to give you like the not I don't want to say bottom of the barrel because I'm sure people have loved some of these characters, like, but like deep, deep, cuts. deep like you know that iceberg meme. It's right yeah. at the bottom, you know. Yeah, they have to go right to the bottom to get you to real shit, and you're yeah. like you're sitting there like. What the hell is that? And the best part is you actually have to decode another language to get this reference. Yeah. So it's like two layers of obscurity. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. The the weird thing, though, the, like the weirder thing about this is that they're, like right after he goes past this wall covered in like deep lore names, he goes and looks at a box full of lightsabers that have been left there. Yes. But from what I've seen, no one knows who these lightsabers belong to. They're not notable like lightsaber designs from any of the notable jedi or sith or anything from the deep lore which is the weirdest part is that these aren't references but you know what that's good too like i I want it to be bigger than we know yeah like it's cool that we're getting them at all and like that means that they have these lightsaber props they can do a, a show set a little bit further like five years prior to this following a new jedi who goes along the path and leaves their lightsaber here yeah um that that's something you can do now, and that's I, that's that's cool. Um, 
that means that we're now getting deep lore cuts for lore that isn't yet made. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, knowing Star Wars as a franchise, we are going to have a named Jedi for each of these lightsabers yeah. in the coming years. I hope it's because... one of those the very plasticky, like, books they used to give to kids, like the really shitty covers, and they just have, yeah. like, a cut-out PNG of, like, a Jedi with a lightsaber. They say, this is called King Goose. Uh, he was from <laughs> a swamp planet, and uh, had three eyes. And he goes, very wise with the Force. You know, something yes. stupid like this that. This lightsaber belonged to Yurgle Dingosko. Yeah. He had three arms, but only seven lightsabers. <laughs> Which, uh, uh, if you know your lore, most Jedi who had three arms actually had up to 12 lightsabers. Yes, true, <laughs> true. This is true Jedi lore, yeah, yeah, trust yeah, me. Yeah. Source, yeah. I made it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, so, yeah, eventually we know that uh, Vader's on the way. And yeah. he has sent her ahead to go to a big mountain where there's a lot of people hiding inside behind a big steel yeah. gate. A whole bunch of stormtroopers come on the outside and one starts shooting at the door like crazy, and there's a Jedi on the inside ready to protect this mountain. Yeah. What does that sound it's like? A lot, it, it sounds a lot like Episode 8, notable Obi-Wan story, <laughs> Episode 8, for sure. Um, <laughs> you you no, really... Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, don't, I didn't like that article, Dan. I'm just uh, saying, they have a point. <laughs> they have a point, but it's bad. I Anyways, don't think it's that fun of a point! I will tear it apart. I will okay. tear it to pieces right, with on. my teeth. Okay, so that was obviously an allusion to uh, The Last Jedi. Um, I personally see why people might make that connection. I think it's quite clear. Um. Um, personally, I think there's a stronger connection to be made, given the trend that I have personally noticed uh, in these episodes. And this isn't just me riding a dying horse into battle. Uh <laughs> This is I I cause here's the thing. Which the is a reference starts... to this episode of Obi Wan basically being a dead horse riding into battle. Yeah, true. <laughs> um but this is um basically the episode starts with a siege of a rebel operations base launched uh while the rebels were attempting to make an escape, which is the beginning of episode five, if you discount all the stuff that happens with the Oh, what are they called? The Yeti things. Oh. The Yeti things? Do you, at the beginning of episode five, episode like they had, three, oh, the, oh, the Bantha. Down. The, the Bantha, Bantha. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Bantha? No, no, that's that's another thing. Hold on, you keep talking, I'll find out. <laughs> okay, you find out. But anyway, so if you discount that stuff, it's like the rebel siege at the beginning of episode five. Um, uh, there's also a few other like references to episode five that I personally have found. Um, there's an aesthetic reference. Um, when Leia calls some vents to fix a mechanism. Wampa. Uh, Wampa. Wampas. Yes. Wampas. I was close. Um, <laughs> um, I think you were thinking of Book of Boba Fett because it yeah. says like a bantha. Yeah. Like um, but um, but Leia crawls into some vents to fix up mechanisms like she does on the Millennium Falcon in Episode 5. Mm. Um, the uh, heroes suffer a major loss. Um, an actual like... Uh, in this one, it's a death of a character. In episode five, it was that they just lost, just straight up against the Empire. Yeah. Um, I For some reason, I think I wrote this note earlier in the episode and then didn't delete it, yeah. where I said protagonist captured by Vader. That doesn't count. Uh, but, like, there, there's, like, a few, like, it, the structure-wise, it is a bit similar to Empire. And I'd say it has more in common with Empire than it does with 
uh, episode eight because episode eight they don't lose at the end. Um, no, and you they don't, don't have any major losses, and neither of them fly into insane. We fight for the things we love, not against what we hate. Again, mm. just just before some people hop onto, yeah, Daniel, fuck that. I, I'm I'm not with you. Bad no. scene, but we don't play that game here. Um, yeah, <laughs> one bad scene does not a bad movie make. Um, also, does not make a bad actress either. Just to make a no. point, because I know you, yeah. I I can see you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we like like is Hayden Christensen a bad actor because of all this shit he had to say to Natalie Portman? Oh, so many <laughs> people would say so, yes, and I think yeah. it's quite unfair. I don't think he is the best actor ever to grace uh, the screen, but no, but, he's like, still he's not a, bad a actor. good Anakin when it's written well. Yeah, he's ironically in the prequels he was a better Anakin when he wasn't speaking because of all he's a very good face actor. I yes, found. he is. Yeah, he is absolutely. Um, um, and that isn't a burn. I genuinely thought he was better when he wasn't speaking because yeah. he was quite intimidating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think this is a very because I am trying to fit my own narrative of all the episodes, but like it it's, it'll keep fitting because next episode's gonna be in Tatooine and episode six started in Tatooine. So uh, I'm right. Anyone? Right. I don't know. I haven't read any comments that said they were doubting me, but yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Hey, folks! Uh, <laughs> if anyone's here listening to podcasts now, write in the comments that you're doubting Kevin, please. Please don't. I have <laughs> fragile self-esteem. Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, let's let's, let, yeah. Let's move on from there. Um, we so uh, Leia's droid goes off into the wiring and messes with um, the opening to the shipyard, which means mm-hmm. that it closes. And they have to figure out a way on fixing it. And Leia says, I'll do it. And hops in. And this is the only, this is one of the main parts I had a problem with, to be honest with you. Uh, like, I love Leia in this. I, I have said it many times in every episode, I think she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But now she's an electrical engineer hack person. It's a little bit much, lads. Like, I understand why they did. This was literally the, okay, we have nothing for Leia to do, and there's going to be some bad, like, gruesome moments for a child to be around. So I'm going to put her in a box yeah. for the moment, so she doesn't yeah, see any I'm, of that. I mean, to be in, to be completely fair, she didn't end up doing any major electrical engineering. She plugged in a wire. No, she rerouted <laughs> stuff. She had to take some sort of thing out from one end to the other, and she had to move cable. They, clearly, like, no one showed her an image how to do this. She had, had to understand the circuits here. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, it was a little bit fucking over the top here. You know, and then like she sees, um, you know, her was it? What's her robot called again? Lola. Lola, and like says, "Oh, there's the hacking device underneath your wing. Pop, you're okay <laughs> again." Like it's a little bit awkward. To Look, be, there's a convenience there. I'm they actually did... to, to be to be complete. I'm gonna I'm devil's advocate here. I know C3PO. I know C3PO. I know it's R2 actually. C3PO had a thing as well. I guess they both did. Yeah. Um. But like, that is basically just a little. It's a fucking screw. You just pull it out. Yeah. It's not. But last time, yeah. Okay, Kevin. If you want to play that game? Uh, when they had to yeah, get okay. when they had to get that off, Luke had to get like a proper screwdriver and pry it off. Leia went. Pop! Yeah, but I mean, like, is she, is she super Reva, powered now? <laughs> Reva didn't exactly have time to fucking weld it on, now, did she? Lola's a tiny little robot. It's a smaller screw. No, I'm sorry. It's a she's li- got tiny it's, it's also hands. kind of ridiculous. You found it so fast. Oh, <laughs> you have red eyes. That means you're corrupted. I must now check. Like, 
Why didn't you see before this? No, no. Okay, no, no. I'm, I, I've been, I've just been being nice to up to this point. It wasn't the red eyes. It was because, it, like, Lola was actually acting suspicious. Okay. All right. Checked. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. But she still instantly realized, oh, you must be being manipulated, and then look for the thing. I mean, she manipulated it in her hands to look for something. Yeah, but instantly. Like, yeah, but that's a like one big jump straight away. Wait, like, wait, let's see if there's anything attached to you. Come on, you Kevin. Have a, an extended scene of her just manipulating the droid in her hands over and over to find the screw. Uh, you know what? It could have been anything. It could have been her just like, like literally picking her up and tucking her away and acting like not realizing what happened. Like anything. But her suddenly re- being able to wire a giant fucking door. And then, like, fucking, immediately knowing someone's wrong with a bot, uh, droid, and fucking taking the tracker off, it's a little bit much. It is, like, I love this kid. I think she's, like, a sassy, clever, drags people down to where they should be, kid. But this was a little yeah. bit more like, look, she's we need, for, we need, engineer. yeah, we need her to do something for this episode. That's it. There's, there's mm-hmm. nothing more to it. Like, I mean, literally, yeah, even I mean, though, they, they were told her, oh, um, was uh, Tala, isn't it? Uh, t- t- uh, the uh, what was her name? Yeah, Tala. Tala, like, like when Tala uh, died. Oh, it was. Where's Tala? No, we were just puts his hand on his chest and like looks at her sad. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. Um, talking about Tala. Uh, um, before we go further, uh, so Tala sacrifices herself. Um, mm-hmm. with her, the major loss. Yeah, with her droids. Uh, when I first saw it, I thought to myself like. Uh, we saw, like, the droid, like, going back and, like, t- protecting her and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I think at first I thought, are they saying we have to care about this droid now? Because we've known him for, like, two-ish episodes, really. Yeah, two, three. Two, two three, three episodes. Yeah. Like, he wasn't really in the last episode. He was out the previous. Like, we don't know him. But anyways, it goes back to the line that, you know, when Leia asks him, does he talk? Cause he doesn't talk. What if he wants to say something? And he says... She says something along the line and says, it's better to do something. If something is worth saying, it's worth doing. Mm. And I think that was kind of the message that she was saying. And maybe even people who have been in evil systems or bad systems or corrupt systems, you you have to stop talking about how these things are bad and should be fixed and start doing something. That was kind of like a message to her saying, like, you have to do something here now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it was a nice little thing, uh, a nice little message to end, yeah. end off her character on, especially since she's not continuing on till the episode six. Yeah. Um, that she gets a, a nice little self-sacrifice send off to, to help the team. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she, yeah, she pulls out a thermal detonator and bombs the cavern. Doesn't cave it in. She just bombs it. Yeah. Um, turn the but, Jedi, baby. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I love the Return of the Jedi. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, yeah oh, so she... That yeah. Basically, oh, we, we we skipped over some stuff to get to Tyler's Sacrifice, actually. Yeah, but let's, let's go back um, Let's go back. So, um, the, the Imperial forces are knocking at the door of the base. Everyone is aiming their guns uh, towards the door on both sides. Yeah. Um, worth noting, the leader of the... I know they're not the rebels, they're the path, but they're yeah. the rebels. That's the proto, let's call them proto-rebels. And yeah, the proto leader of the proto-rebels right now, his name is Roken. Yeah. Um, 
he uses a Wookiee bowcaster. He does. Which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not even mentioned. It's just a thing that he has. And I, I kind of love that. Like he just has that uh, with him. As it, it doesn't it doesn't seem to be as powerful as Chewie's. Um, because we see in episode seven when Han uses Chewie's, it fucking it knocks stormtroopers away like a grenade. Um, but yeah, it's it like it's just cool to see a bowcaster. I like to imagine um, they have different settings on the bowcaster, and like only a, a Wookiee is able to use at the higher settings. Like oh the yeah, grenade level, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, probably. God. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So um. During this, Obi-Wan decides to try and distract Reva by talking to her through the door. Yeah. And during this talk, we finally get the fan theory that everyone theorized and was totally correct about, he has about this, Reva. You know what I hate about myself? When what? it was happening, like when it was come to him, I said, you know it'd be cool if they didn't tell us. <laughs> if they just said, you know, not everything has to be said. Like if everyone already suspects yeah. this, do we need to have it like shown to us as well? You're such a contrarian. No, no, I'm not. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm kidding. A, I'm kidding. No, but that's I'm a kidding. genuine um, thing, like you know. Yeah. To be fair, I think it adds to the story. Um, to like say it because it, we get new insight yeah, of what it looks like from the yeah. youngling perspective. Because yeah. we get to see, um, she tells Obi Wan, or she doesn't tell. He manages to suss it out that she was one of the younglings there on the day of Order sixty six. Yeah. And she saw Anakin slaying younglings, and. Yeah. She, her plan was never to hunt Obi-Wan. It was to use Obi-Wan as bait to hunt Anakin, now Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, this, this, can, this like changes something from one of our previous reviews. We said that everyone in the Empire knows that Anakin's Darth Vader. Nope. Just I, Reva. I, I don't think I said that. I think I might have said it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right. <laughs> um, so, I, I was wrong. I'm going to say that. Um... But, like, definitely it was said, and, I, yeah, no, the Empire just doesn't know. It was just just Reva, and it was just her because she was hunting down Anakin. Yeah. Um, I don't know what her plan was when she got to Anakin, but... Um, Probably, like, scream really loud and, like, try to backstab him from behind. Yeah, definitely that. Maybe use a really loud weapon from a too long distance to easily strike. Yeah. That would be a good plan. Also, assuming um, that Darth Vader has no idea who she is, you know? Yeah. Also assuming that he doesn't have the Force and therefore doesn't have the precognition that people who have the Force has. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Come no, no. But her plan was definitely well thought out and not at all that. But we'll see that at the end of the episode for sure. Um, so they talk and Obi-Wan tries to convince her to join his side so they can take down Darth Vader together. And um, she makes a point that no, I want to kill Anakin Skywalker. Can you do mm. that? Very good. Very good line. Yeah. Um, in reality, she probably should have asked, can she do that? But we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, very, very good line. Yeah. Um, I And then the doors uh, open and all hell breaks loose. The battle between proto-rebels and the Empire starts. Yeah. Um, they get keep they keep getting pushed further and further into the base. Also, I will uh, say, okay, just a lot of stormtroopers hit the floor in this. So like, many stormtroopers. And I know, like, I know people are going, oh, stormtroopers play. But this is quite still early in the Empire being controlled. This is the first 10 years. Mm. Like, 
this is probably like second or third generation of or like rounds of like soldiers joining the empire. Yeah. They're probably still they're probably just shit. You know, they're yeah, just civilians so they're like, no, that signed up. They're, they're civilians. They probably haven't seen much in the way of major battles. We don't know about wars the Empire has done between these ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we don't know the quality of their stormtroopers. But also, um, also uh, speaking of the, the quality of the stormtroopers, they were literally bottlenecked. Um, yeah. Which, if you don't know anything about battle tactics, it's a bad time to be bottlenecked. Also, like... Had no cover at all. No cover. That like they were, they were launching an offensive into a tunnel. It was um, literally like space invaders. You know, straight just up, coming down um, in lines, and you can just shoot between the gaps. Yeah, um, they probably should have employed a different strategy than walking in a line, then moving forward one space, then walking in the other. They probably shouldn't have done the space invaders tactic, but they did it anyway. And credit to them, uh, they tried to make it work. Um, but. Yeah, so um, that finally gets us to Tala's heroic sacrifice, and Darth Vader calls off the assault because he doesn't want—he doesn't want to snuff out the rebels. But he doesn't—he he doesn't wants, care about that. He—he's basically what he's doing is when uh, a hunter sets a fire on one side of a fox den. Yeah, um, he is trying to smoke Obi Wan out. And that's all he and cares about, really. He—he he is so single-mindedly determined yeah. and it which is which gets referenced in the flashback yeah because yeah. this entire flashback this battle between rebels and empire is framed through the sparring match between obi-wan and anakin which is a beautiful parallel yeah like it works so well um and that's how they end up like outwitting each other in both ways because like Obi-Wan starts to realize this is the way Anakin used to fight, and he's not going to do this, he's going to do this, and all all this stuff. It's great to see. Yeah. Um uh there was an uh, there was another thing I wanted to mention here. Um it's 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 leaving my brain. Uh with Oh yes. Um another episode five parallel. We get to see um the I think I the oh what's the name for it? Um, control deck, I guess. Okay, the bridge. The the bridge. Thank you, the bridge. Um, for Vader's Star Destroyer. Yeah. Um, which is great to see because it was Episode Five when that was first shown. Yeah, I believe the raised uh, or the lowered platform for everyone on their little uh, secretary desks, <laughs> um, and Vader would just walk through. Uh, it, it's great to see. Speaking of, we got to see. Uh, to uh, I think it's Trandoshans. It might be Tradoshans. I'll just double check. Reptilian um, ones. Yeah, the ones who are uh, the same race as Bosk. Yeah. Um, they uh, they showed up here too. Uh, Trandoshans. Um, the same race as Bosk, the bounty hunter. Yeah. Um, so they they showed up here too. They were just two of the fleeing. It wasn't Bosk himself. Um, but they showed up and they were fleeing with everyone else. Yeah. But um, yeah. So. Obi-Wan, um, at this point, realizes that he is being smoked out. And he only, he only has one play he can make. And his play is to bait Reva into yeah. calling Vader. Some of the choices, though, kind of weird for Obi-Wan. Like, Very weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm like, here's the, this is kind of a part of the episode that that loses it for me. Um, the plan that Obi Wan does doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, it doesn't. Uh, because his whole plan is that he gets captured, goes to Reva, pleads his case, and then Reva fights and for Reva him. sends him back into the cave. He breaks out of the stormtroopers' the grip and joins back with the rebels and leaves. In hopes that Reva, Re- Reva goes off and fights Darth Vader or like Yeah. It, Which yeah. N- not only is that a bit of a cold blooded thing for Obi Wan to do. Um like it it seem it seems a little bit out of character. Yeah. Uh, for him does. to to send someone who we now know is a youngling uh yeah. to die by Vader's hand because he knows she'll die by Vader's hand. Where was um, I tried to remember where was Obi Wan that night? Uh, on uh, Order sixty six. Yeah, uh, he was on the planet Utapau. Okay, so uh, yeah, it wasn't like he was nearby. Yeah, like he very well could have said to Reva, "I was off planet on Utapau fighting in the Clone Wars." Yeah, um, that big thing that was happening. Anakin was on Coruscant. By order of the Jedi Council, because he, he was he was awarded a seat on the Jedi Council, just not the rank of master. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you heard him say that during his his. He his says a lot. <laughs> he wasn't very happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he doesn't say that at all to like justify. To, I mean, he doesn't have to justify because like it was just, it was like Anakin killed a bunch of kids. Um. But he could have at least defended himself because there's literally nothing he could have done. He was ordered to go to Utapau and Anakin was ordered to stay on Coruscant. Mm. Uh, like, just straight up, what what could he have done? Um, also worth noting, at that specific point in time, he was trying to avoid drowning at the bottom of a lake yeah. <laughs> on Utapau. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't a great weekend. No, no. Clone, clone, the end of... The end of the Clone Wars was a rough time to be a Jedi, I think is safe to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the best, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, his plan, Bait Reva. Bait Reva. And it s- sort of works? I mean, I'd say it works. It, it just works flawlessly because I feel like, I really feel like <sighs> this episode had a scene cut. Yeah. Like there, there seems to be like a scene that was missing, and it I, does hurt you know, the episode. You know, what I feel, I feel like this entire episode is just a, like I think they had a beginning in mind. I think they had a middle in mind, and they had an mm. ending in mind for this entire series. This entire series, they had that in mind, but they couldn't connect the middle to the end. Like that yeah. episode in between, they went fuck. So they just yeah, they, came they, up with this episode. The, the this episode is a bit of a weird one. Yeah. Um, not to say it doesn't have its good parts. The Anakin Obi Wan stuff is great. Uh, the flashback stuff, I mean, um, and even like there's a, once Darth Vader hits hits the ground, it gets great again for the last little stretch of the episode. Yeah, it's just full of like little weird moments. And I was defending the Leia stuff before, but even I agree it was kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, the she couldn't we can't become ex machina thing. Very much. You know. I, I hope I hope they pull her back in the next yeah. episode a bit, because um, she doesn't need to be she doesn't need to be involved in all the episodes. You literally could have had her point in this episode be her finding out about Lola's tracking device. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And that would have worked. And you could have explained it that she knows her droid better than anyone does. Yeah. That that's the that's all you had to do with Leia in this episode, but you did more and it You could have honestly well. had her like following Lola around acting weird and then seeing Lola go into um that little room and yeah. have the see exactly what Lola does to one of the switches and she goes, Lola, don't do that because she hears it and just fixes exactly what she saw. You know, yeah. like literally what yeah. you saw, just fix that. That'd be great. It just would have, it would have worked a lot better, but they they didn't have it done that way, and yeah. it, 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 the episode does suffer for it. Yeah. Um, uh, the, this episode probably won't end up as my favorite, but no. it does have some, it does have some standout moments. And, and let's the go standout to, moment, yeah, let's go to the it begins <laughs> now. So once once Obi Wan's weird ass plan is enacted, he breaks free of the stormtroopers. Darth Vader lands. I I love how passe. He breaks out of the stormtroopers as well. You just just sit by the wall, like, uh, and he just yeah. walks out. I was like, I was saying, it, it's just, it's just Obi Wan. Not even going to bother yeah. showing us how he got away from these stormtroopers. Like that's what I mean. I think these stormtroopers are super incompetent. I know the joke is like, oh, they're always there. They aren't. Uh, stormtroopers are actually yeah. fairly competent. Um, that's why the rebels are always in the back foot. But mm-hmm. these are like starting out. They're not at their top. You know. Yeah. It, like it, it usually doesn't help the stormtroopers to look good when they're always put against the best of the best. Yeah, it's what um, I like to call the wharf effect. So in Star Trek, um, Worf is the security uh, guy on the Enterprise. So he tends to be the first one to physically confront any being that's meant to show us that this being is very strong. But because he keeps getting knocked down by really strong creatures or people... He always looks weak, even though he's meant to be like the like the measuring stick. Like, oh, okay, this is strong, but it's pure. But if you keep doing that, and Worf always loses, you know. <laughs> yeah, like here's the thing. Of course, stormtroopers are gonna look like shit shots when they're compared to Han Solo, the crackest shot of fucking Star Wars. Yeah, like obviously they're going to look shit next to him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not even a competition. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um speaking of people who ended up looking like a piece of shit, um so uh we fast forward a bit and uh Darth Vader goes through the tunnels. He sees all the dead stormtroopers and he literally couldn't care. I think he glances at one of them. Yeah. Um and he goes through and he sees the he, ship taking off. He does off. that thing we all do when we go towards the shop that when no one else is looking at the automatic door and just like open Jedi force open the door. Are you saying that he didn't use the force? That was an automatic. I love to imagine (laughs) it's like he he just moves his hand anyway, just like oh, there's stormtroopers with him. Then oh, the force is so cool. (laughs) There's just a little rubber mat in front. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Ding. He walks through. He sees the ship taking off, and he just reaches up, and it stops, and he just pulls it back down. Yeah, and it's so cool because this is just—I know this happened in episode nine, but this was always the moment from fucking Force Unleashed. But it didn't actually matter. It didn't actually matter in the um, episode nine, like because Chewie wasn't on there, and nothing of consequences happened. You know. Yeah, but um, this is this is very much like how Star Killer. Pulled down the star destroyer from the sky. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Th- this is him. It's, it's like scale wise, it's a less impressive feat, but it's just so cool to see. But because it's in live action, I had some mm-hmm. quotation marks there. Uh, it looks yeah. so much more impressive. 
It does, yeah. yeah. And he just he just brings it down and he just smashes it into the ground and just starts using the force to tear the walls it's, off of it. It's pure like Lord of the Sith. Like this is what you uh, imagine the Sith are capable of. Yeah, this is this is him going full berserker mode yeah. in a way that is like we've seen him toying with Obi-Wan in a previous episode. Yeah. But this is full berserker mode we haven't seen since Rogue One. Yeah. Um uh, and like even so, it's even angrier than we see in Rogue One. But the um, he he tears all he tears all the walls off, and there's no one inside. It was a dummy ship, and they managed to escape. Yeah, on a different ship. That's the thing. Was that was the mention was that of ship two ships being mentioned? At all mentioned in the entire episode because uh, no, because this episode has a lot of weak points. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if they mention like oh. Uh, one of our ships is working, but the other one's kind of kaput. Then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But it was just kind of like, oh, we have a second ship. Don't even worry about it. You know? Yeah. I, I, I think this episode could have used like five more minutes to explain some shit. Yeah. Like, uh, that's all it needs is five minutes. But it's still cool to see him pull a ship out of the sky and tear it apart. It is. Um,. But right after it, uh, he sees the ship take off, and like you can like mask on, you can see him fuming. Yeah, you know. And Reva comes up behind, standing way too far away behind him, and makes an attack on him because she's wanted to kill Anakin for years. And obviously, he saw this shit coming yeah, a yeah. mile away. Yeah, and uh, he, he 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 just basically like makes a point to saying. <laughs> really? You really didn't think I'd know this? And he basically baits her. He takes her a lightsaber, uh, rips it in half so that each of them can fight with one each. She, like, he throws one to her. And, like, but even before then, like, she's attacking with a lightsaber and he's just dodging her. Like, like, concise force pushing her. Like, he just does it. Like, yeah. he does the side of the hand. She flies sideways. Like she, he literally does, does certain mo- movements with his hands. Like he is basically just doing, like you know, dodging on the shoulder, stepping back. He's it's such a concise movement. Like he, he's you know, he's obviously disabled through not being able to have a his, his full body, but he has learned how to use minimal movement against someone and still win. Yeah, Th- this is like this is the way I wish Luke fought in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, because this is just like the, the way he like I've used this term a lot in this series, but he was toying with her. Yeah. Like she she didn't stand a chance from the moment she swung her lightsaber and he was just he was just like letting her waste her breath until she figured out she didn't have a chance. Mm. Uh, just to mention he, he didn't go on. Hmm? I was gonna he say... didn't even <laughs> We're doing this. Yeah. Um. He he didn't even give her the ple- like the honor of being attacked by his own lightsaber. Yeah. He split hers in half. And I just want to mention. Um. So because for me in that battle, he very much like looks like Obi Wan when he was fighting Anakin in the flashback after he lost his lightsaber. There's just a lot yeah. of like physical movement and kind of stuff. And I just want to mention like just before even um the with the sister of three fight um. Oh, third sister. Third sister of three. That's charmed. Um, <laughs> we we finally kind of get an excuse for 
when you left, I was but the learner, but now I am the master. Because Obi-Wan makes a point to um, Vader or Anakin at the same time, saying, like, you focus too much on the battle and your goal and don't think about things around you. You don't consider the whole. Right? Um, yeah. And he was right. He, the, the distraction was the second ship. He wasn't paying attention to the whole thing. He was just focusing, uh, focusing on getting Obi-Wan, saw a ship, went to it, tried to get it, and it was a failure. Straight away, the second ship yeah. got away, and that was over, and, you know, he fucked. Um, so, like, Vader, in that moment, realized that Obi-Wan basically said, you won't be a master until you can do that. And at this stage, Vader is not a master to himself or what he considers Obi-Wan thinks he is. Yeah, and like like it or not, Darth Vader still needs like Obi Wan to consider him a master. Yeah, yeah, that's still, like he, he, he it's he cares what Obi Wan thinks. Yeah, like he it simplifies the issue, but he kind of has father issues. Um, yeah, <laughs> like in a big way, um, which is ironic given the series that we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, he he has issues like deeply, and he needs that approval. Like a- Anakin always needed approval. That's why, like Palpatine, found him so easy to manipulate. Yeah. Um, and the because of the way the Jedi Order worked, he just never could get that approval properly. Yeah. And, I mean, he was basically raised by mostly stunted men. Yeah. You know, and um. Most of most of those uh, stunted men were raised by stunted men as well. Yeah. Um, and the few women that were there, I imagine he didn't interact with much other than Ahsoka. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, who, he, he, he worked under some of them, all right. But yeah, yeah, I, not as much as he would have like Obi Wan and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, like he would have had more more missions with uh, Obi Wan and Yoda. I, I, I mean, I mean, like I, you'd probably, I'd say, like look at the Clone Wars show and. More often than not, it was missions with Obi-Wan and Yoda and uh, Ahsoka. But Ahsoka doesn't really count because he had to be the one to guide Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, so it was like the other way around there. And so the stunted the stunted child had to raise the stunted child. Um, but yeah, uh, no wonder no wonder his kids are fucked up. Anyway. Yeah. No, no wonder Leia's an electric technician at age 10. Uh but anyway, um, that's uh, that's not a slight at electric technicians, by the way. I'm yeah. sure you have great fathers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, um, unless you're feeling that um, those are issues with electronics, which is you know a choice. Yeah, um, uh, you, you're allowed to feel that way. Yeah, just don't say it. Um, <laughs> it's valid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Yeah, so it, we eventually, yeah. So they have that battle, and Vader brings her on. Her knees stabs through yeah. her. Uh, she has a flashback to when I assume she was stabbed through the stomach as well as a kid. Yeah, and we see the original Grand Inquisitor Inqui- Inquisitor come in. And yeah, yeah. Um, he, they he kind of hints that you know his anger fueled him to stay alive, which is an interesting one. Um, I would have thought like you know after like Obi Wan escaped with Leia at that time, like she. Did she just walk out of the room? She didn't go back to check if he's dead properly? It. I think it's very clear to see from this episode. She doesn't think things through. No, she doesn't. Um, 
But also, I think that this is a... This is kind of a reference to the force healing stuff that is referenced in... Uh, in a, a lot more in the sequel trilogy, yeah. Um, where, but they're basically channeling the dark side of the force to heal themselves. Like they're just so angry and full of vengeance that they that they get up and keep going. Yeah, I mean, um, isn't that the whole idea of like to survive beyond death as well? That's like an ancient yeah. Sith thing. Like it's it's purely literally using the force as a life support system. And we know in some media when Vader's suit fails. He uses the force to keep himself alive. Like he yeah. makes himself breathe and all this kind of stuff. Which is why at the end um of his story, uh he even when the suit shuts down, he can't support himself anymore because he's not fueled by the dark side of the force. Yeah. He's you know, got he has no left. hate left, yeah. Um now he, he gets to peacefully move on. Mm. Um but yeah, so uh, the Grand Inquisitor comes out, and as every article online has said, Star Wars canon has been maintained. Yeah. Um, it could have just like, been another Grand Inquisitor that looked like him, but you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. I don't even think this one got name dropped. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, no. But, uh, yeah. It, but it, it seems to be the Grand Inquisitor from the Clone Wars. So. Yeah. Oh, not you mean Rebels? Rebels. Sorry. Yes. Um, but yeah, the um, Grand Inquisitor. And uh, Vader leave her there to bleed out of, like of a stab wound in the stomach. Also, clearly forgetting that hate can keep someone alive. Like you just said that, bro. Yeah. Um, but it's like he. Finds... It's almost like he's trying to help her. Said, "Hey, did you know? Wink, yeah. wink. That hate wink. can keep you alive." Just so you know, everyone at home listening to this, we are winking to each other in the most yes. obnoxious way. Um, yeah, it's actually, we're not saying wink, it's actually the sound of our eyes, like, slip, hitting against each yeah. other, it's making the yeah, wink like, noise. Listen quite closely, you can hear my my eyes, like, wink, wink. Uh, yeah. See? That was yeah, my yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, the, um, yeah, so the, the Inquisitor invader, leave her for dead. And Obi Wan, it, it it goes to it it swaps to Obi Wan on the ship, and he's just sitting there like, I feel like something's wrong. Never mind, it must be nothing. And then it goes back to the third sister, and she's found that like in the commotion, um, Obi Wan's hollow projector was dropped by Amanda. We haven't mentioned at all so far. Oh, um. <laughs> yeah, he he's in here, the the fake Jedi. Yeah, um, he dropped it and never picked it up, and. Uh, she found it, and it has the message about Luke existing. So I think she'll be the antagonist of the final episode. I don't um, think so. I, I think she's going to try and fight Vader. I mean, like, why does she? Want to, I, here's the thing: the only reason she cared. Oh, so you're saying maybe? Do you think I'm? I'm saying what's going to happen is that they'll go to. She'll go to Tatooine. Yeah. To use Luke as a bargaining chip for Vader. Uh, against Obi Wan. Um, either against Obi-Wan to use him as a bargaining ship, or to tell Vader, hey, I have your son. But he doesn't, um, she doesn't know that. Um, like, she could find out from, like, or Bail Organa or something. Uh, that's, uh, uh, no, I, no, look, that's, that's a little bit of a jump here now. Okay, okay, <laughs> then she'll use it as a bargaining ship against Obi-Wan yeah, to yeah. then use against Darth Vader. Yeah. So my, I, I was originally just thinking about the son thing, and then you said like to get Obi-Wan, and it made more sense, but yeah. I, I desperately needed mine to work again. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, um, I, no, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think Obi-Wan has anything to bargain here with um, Darth Vader. 
No, no, she ba- she'll she'll go to get Luke. Okay, and what's she um, gonna do with Luke? And she will like because she knows from that message that like oh, there's it, something about yeah. the boy that's is important. worthwhile to Obi Wan. That's worthwhile to Obi Wan. She'll threaten him to get Obi Wan to use as bait against Darth Vader. Or so she'll say, like Obi Wan, you have to go and uh, be bait to Darth Vader, or I kill this child. Something along those lines. Because okay. otherwise, otherwise, I don't see why it's important that she has the message. Because she's not going to give that to Darth Vader. No. You know. Like, no, I guess not. Like. But I mean, what, Darth Vader's st- I, I still think Darth Vader is going to be trying to find Obi Wan. Like they have a ship, I mean, yeah. they have ship in orbit. They'll just chase it. Like it'll be like that's still going to happen. I think this is just a, yeah. a way for her to be able to get to Tatooine with the rest. Yeah, I think that's I mean, it. Like, and I think she's going to the- try and find Vader, and that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like here's the thing: both of our predictions might come true now. Where you said the Grand Inquisitor um, would come back, you were correct, and yeah. I said that she'll die by Vader's hand. And so far, I'm nearly correct. Yeah, you're nearly <laughs> correct. Yeah, uh, I, I'm nearly I, we're gonna, just living. And you know, like we said, we're, we're going to have a standoff in Tatooine. Yeah, um, standoff in Tatooine. Although there is a possibility with the way everything was set up at the end. Um. There's a possibility to have a face-off on the Star Destroyer itself. Okay. Um, because of uh, they they said in the episode at the end of the episode their hyperspace isn't working and they can't outrun the Star Destroyer. Yeah, be, which be, is be, very be, an, the first part of that. So hey, we fixed it. It's fine. Woo! Yeah, we're in, we're in Tatooine. <laughs> um, so so I think it's quite likely that like they'll be on the Star Destroyer at some point because they'll be captured. Okay. Um, which will lead to the face-off where uh, Darth Vader loses part of his mask or something, and that's how Obi-Wan gains the upper hand. Not sure how Reva and the message would factor into that plot, because that seems to be the more likely plot, yeah. uh, plot even. Um, I, honestly, I'm not sure what they're doing with Reva anymore after this. Um, but also, like the, the obvious plot is for Obi-Wan to kind of leads the empire away what if what if um reva goes to try and protect luke um but then we also run into the issue of why does she care because this child is important and vader's going there i mean he's not going to tatooine yet because he doesn't know that obi-wan's going yeah but but he's, he's chasing okay right she knows that Darth Vader is after Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. She knows that anything that's important to Obi-Wan will be important to Darth Vader. That's why she mm-hmm. kidnapped Leia before. Right? For the same mm-hmm. reason she kidnapped Leia, she might now try to save a child from Vader. Okay. Um, maybe, Saying that, could... it doesn't make a lot of sense because if Darth Vader is saying, oh, this child desert boy is important to Obi-Wan I want him and then if he just lets go of that he's like oh actually no it's fine and completely forgets about Luke that'd be a bit weird yeah I mean the most I mean like the most that like Vader could ever care about Luke is that oh that's the son of my brother-in-law <laughs> well no is it not, like 
maybe he thinks it's someone force sensitive as well that Obi Wan might want to train, and that uh, that's a personal connection to Darth Vader because he's like, you want to train another force user after everything you've done to me, kind of way. I, I, honestly, I or maybe don't he's know just trying I'm to sure. like steal another thing away from Obi Wan, like the maybe. spite as well. Honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure where I don't think that. Gonna yeah, go. I don't think it'll work though because why did Vader stop then? Yeah. Like, did, like, did Obi Wan say, "Oh, I, I killed Luke"? Just, just tilt your head. <laughs> oh no, yeah. he's dead. Let's go. <laughs> like, like does Episode Six lead into a Season Two where it's just a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon of Obi Wan stopping Darth Vader's attempts to murder Luke? Yeah, or something like that. And then just <laughs> like, Vader bonks his head and gets all about it. Yeah, like he gets hit by a large uh, light mallet. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? It, I don't know what way episode six is going to be. I think um, it has it has a weird job to tie up. It does. Um, so I'm I'm optimistic because I've liked the show so far. This episode is a bit of I think episodes one through four were great. I think this episode was kind of the first misstep in a few ways. Yeah. Um. Definitely I don't think it was steps, yeah. I, I think it's I, probably the weakest of the episodes. Yeah, I don't say it was a bad episode that because there's a lot, of, yeah. lot of good stuff in it. Yeah. Um, it's just I'd say it's quite middling because it, it ranges so wildly from the really really good stuff and the why is Leia in a box yeah. <laughs> stuff. Don't put Leia um, in a box. Take take Leia out of the box. Hey, you have a nice. If she just played with a bunch of, I don't know, uh, like kids from the path, yeah. just that, you know, yeah, just a few. And kids like Obi Wan kind of looks like she's just a child, and then maybe he has a bit of a thought back saying, "Why did we kidnap a bunch of children as Jedi and make them Jedi? That was kind of fucked." Yeah, stuff like there, that, you know. I kind of, I kind of wish that. Um, I kind of wish that uh, Leia and Obi Wan parted at the end of this at this episode. I just want to say um, one more thing, just a quick thing before you go there. Yeah, it's just it's like I'm just thinking like him playing with the kid, uh, her playing with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like that would be just a nice shot back to uh, Phantom Menace, where Luke, um, Anakin was living on Tatooine, and he had like loads of like friends at that age from all different species. And that might even be like we've kept on getting this thing that. Oh, you're just like your mother, lovely mother. Oh, Padme, Padme, this, Padme, that. Yeah. But wouldn't it be nice if there was just a moment where he's like, oh, it's yeah, like he's, Anakin. He's, he's Anakin, yeah. Then again, I realize now Obi-Wan wasn't there at the time. He was out in the desert in a ship. It was only Qui-Gon who saw Anakin hang out with the kids. Oh, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucas, why didn't you have Anakin and Obi-Wan hang out in episode You one? should have predicted this. What the hell, Lucas? <laughs> I mean, like, not even a prediction thing. These are this is the two most important characters to meet in Star Wars and yeah. the prequels. Like, they're like, and they're meeting. It literally starts with Obi Wan going like, "But you got another idiot sh- um, alien around." <laughs> and Qui Gon's like, "Don't be jealous, little bitch." <laughs> yeah, he's more midi-chlorians than you. It's like, no, he doesn't. Send me the number. <laughs> Bet, <laughs> um, but which, by the yeah, way, um, by the way, uh, Yoda has roughly about twenty thousand uh, midichlorians. I, I checked mm-hmm. it up, and uh, Anakin had forty thousand. Uh, baby Anakin or adult Anakin? Uh, one of them. 
I think I, I don't think the Milkhorns increase with like age or training. Sorry, I was I I was thinking of a Dragon Age power level. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the coin, so never mind. Not Dragon Age, Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon um, Ball. But yeah, I was thinking of Dragon Ball power level. Um, yeah, no. So he's got twice as many Metaclorians as Master Yoda. Yeah. Um, that's not possible. Um, but, but yeah. yes, it would be nice to see him make some parallels to Anakin. Yeah. Uh, with her. Um, we, you know what would have been nice if they on. saw if there was like pieces of a little ship or something like not a finished or working ship yeah maybe like one of the i don't know maybe it's a scrapped jedi oh a scrapped jedi fighter from the clone wars yeah that's well, in the bay because of yeah. course that would be there because the path yeah i mean it'd be Scrapping cool. it for path yeah. have her sit in it just for a side thing and i have guess her look but to be fair, we had that moment in uh, the Boba Fett series there um, recently, in a way, where we got the um, Naboo fighter show up. Well, uh, this is this is less about seeing the fighter itself and more about him seeing Leia sit in the cruiser and seeing Anakin. Yeah, I guess. I, guess. I, I just think because we already had, like, oh, old ship in another show, it'd be like, what is this? Like, the grand tour of old ships. We're just going to get an entire Star Wars series where it's just... Let's visit some old ships from history. You know? It's, it's Top Gear, but Star Wars. Oh, I'd watch it. Um. I, I, you know, I said it and immediately I didn't want to watch it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, oh yeah, like I was going to say, I, I wanted at the end of this episode for Leia and Obi-Wan to part ways. Yeah. Because I think, I think it would be... Because I think it would make more sense for Obi-Wan's plan to be him acting as bait to lead the Empire away. Because... Yeah. Darth Vader isn't going to go after the Rebels. Yeah, but if we're going to do the bait thing, I'm going to be honest, that just feels like season two. (laughs) No, I mean, like, he'd bait, because it's episode five, he'd bait and then he'd, like, fight Vader in episode six, and then they'd part ways. I I guess, yeah. We'd go back to Obi-Wan and Kermit. I really hope the next episode isn't squashed to bits. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm... Cautiously optimistic after this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they've got a lot. It, it could do a, an extended runtime, I think. Yeah. Give it an, give it an extra ten minutes. You know. Yeah, yeah. Fit fit some extra stuff in there. We can we can. I I'm okay with a little bit more Star Wars in my life. I wonder if we're gonna um, get any interesting fan cuts of this series. Like, um, like, like edit, edit it down. Yeah, edit it down in some ways. You know. It'd be interesting, like. They could kind of edit it down to episode four point five, or not episode four, episode three point five. Yeah. Um. So that that would be interesting. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I imagine a fair amount of this episode gets cut <laughs> in yeah. that in that fan cut. Um, but like, it's six hours of content. You could trim that into about. I'd say you could trim that into a movie length. Absolutely. Um. It'd be interesting for sure. Is it just me, but when we saw, like, the gates close uh, for the ship, did you just think, like, come on, Obi-Wan, just just try it, just, force. Just force, force yeah, open it? Yeah, yeah, it's just like, come on. He doesn't have enough midichlorians. Uh, he moved tons of water, come on, he's he's getting a bit more loosey-goosey with the force again, come on, you can do it. He's, he's lubed up his force. Um, uh, come on, oh yes, like, I, I, I just want to say, like, for a second I want to say, look, he just helped. Leia and him focus on, but then you said Lube, and I don't want to talk about Leia. 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I so think we're I, at the I'm, end here, anyway. We're today. Yes. Yes. Um, in the end, I'd give I'd give this episode a side. It's a middling. It's a middling episode. Yeah, I think right. definitely the. I think the last episode, this one, were probably two of the weaker episodes. Uh, I still think last week is better than this, but definitely not as well put together. There's a lot of like, oh, sorry, what? In this, yeah. you know. I I, I enjoyed I enjoyed last week's uh, fair amount. Yeah. Um, I was just nice seeing because especially because I. I put together my little theory in the last episode yeah um so i'm, I'm a little biased i'll say that um but je- i will say that the last last two have been weaker um and hopefully hopefully it lands strong on episode six or at least stronger than this yeah okay um do you think that it's gonna be a vader um obi-wan battle i i think there might I'm not a hundred percent. I think they should end on a Vader Obi Wan battle. Yeah. Um, but not like a proper one. It shouldn't end to a conclusive result in any in either way. I'd lo- um, I'd love to see the battle they'd have now. Now you know, Obi Wan's not like on the surprise. He's not on the back yeah. foot. He is getting his powers back a little bit. Um, maybe have a little bit of a boost from Qui Gon saying you can do it. Um, we still haven't seen Qui Gon Ghost. I just yeah. remembered that. Yeah, well, I think that's that has to be coming right. It has to be like that'll be like, like I feel like he's about to fight Vader, and he's he's needs to work up his resolve, and Qui Gon comes to him in his eleventh hour <laughs> and tells him what he needs to know. <laughs> just just imagine Qui Gon. Uh, you know how Qui Gon died, where like um, more like hits him up his arm up and he gets a bit stunned for a second and he gets stabbed in the yeah. I just like to imagine like Qui-Gon is like miming that behind Vader he's like do this it worked against me <laughs> <laughs> he's like shadow boxing yeah, yeah. in the background <laughs> yeah oh god okay I, like... I'm gonna make a bet and say okay so I definitely feel like the show has been trying to say like there's a fight coming, but it's not happening now. There's a fight coming. Oh, it's not happening now. It happened mm-hmm. a few times now. But it feels like yeah. you have to give us something, but I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. Because mm-hmm. Disney's buying into that whole a true Jedi doesn't even really have to fight all that much. They can win without yeah. fighting. Even Obi-Wan mentions that like, there's other ways to win. Yeah, I, I think I think like Obi-Wan will truly win by manipulating Vader into defeating himself. I mean, that's um, the whole thing about Obi-Wan in the end anyway. Like, in A New Hope, he wins by not fighting Vader. Yeah, like, he, he wins by dying. Yeah. He, he, like, it, we don't really get the full psychology of that moment in A New Hope, but, like, in in context, he robs Vader of everything he wanted by dying. Yeah. Also, within universe now, I believe like Vader was tormented for months, thinking that Obi Wan somehow escaped with some sort of new Jedi powers, mm. and that he wasn't dead at all. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, and he he had to think that because yeah. he killed Obi Wan. He's never like 
he wasn't able to kill Obi-Wan the last time they fought. And now that we have the Obi-Wan show, like, Obi-Wan keeps getting away from him. Yeah. So, like, we have this added context of why Obi-Wan, like, will just haunt Vader. Vader's ghost is Obi-Wan. Yeah. That hangs over his shoulders. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, look, so, we'll leave it at that for this week, folks. Yeah, we won't, we won't ramble about yeah. ghosts any longer. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Even if you didn't, let us know what you think. Um, yeah, love to hear your comments. Uh, definitely on this one, I think we're a lot more open to what else that, you know, what else could have been done. I don't think this is yeah. as perfect. Well, I thought the flashbacks were good. No, let's not get back into what I liked and what I didn't like. Uh, tell us what you thought of the episode. Give us your predictions. Yeah. I'd love to hear predictions for the next episode. Um... That's a goodbye from me. And that's a goodbye from me as well. And look after each other, folks. Love each other well. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Astrolog. Super Grant. <laughs>